Hi everybody, how are you? It's Lisa F. Miller and I'm doing my Monday musings. I'm sorry about the sun and the light, I might have to take my glasses off. So yeah, Monday musings is a bit earlier today because I've got visitors tonight and today I wanted to talk about the benefits of journaling. Now it's something I used to do when I was quite young, I used to do a bit of this and I used to write poems and I wrote a book about 10 years ago on children and um, working with them with their emotional needs as well. So I've always enjoyed writing and I, you know, I was going to be an English teacher, but ended up a primary school teacher, but writing's always been a big part of my life. In the last sort of 10 to 20 years, I'd sort of stopped it again. And then a friend I want to acknowledge, Kelly D. Pinto, you know, I'd stopped it. I'd always done something, but not regularly. And then I want to acknowledge Kelly D. Pinto because about two years ago, she was like, well, a year and a half ago, she was like, are you doing your journaling every day? You know, I do this almost days. And have you thought about doing that more regularly? Hi, Naroma, how are you? So I started doing it more regularly and every day. And pretty much every day I journal. If I don't, it's okay. I don't make myself wrong for that. I don't get grumpy with myself, but I, I do love it. And I get so many benefits out of it. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today. It's such a simple yet effective way to shift you out of so many things. Now, research shows it works with improving health. It improves the way we are with ourselves. It improves, you know, a lovely lady right back at you, Naroma. It improves the way we are in our interpersonal relationships. It improves the way we see the world around us. It improves the way we sleep, everything. So. There's lots of research now showing this, something we've known about for a long time. People, as soon as they could write, have been writing for you know thousands and thousands of years and keeping journals. And journal, the word comes from jour, which like not saying it properly, which means daily or today. So it's something that they knew was something if you did it daily or as much as you could, would actually bring you joy and ease in your life. So this has been around a very, very long time. And they were doing it on stone to begin with, you know, writing down their stories and things like that. So when you do the autobiographical writing, the writing that's about you and your life, it's just such a powerful way to shift things. So if you think you've got problems or you are a problem, what happens is when we're journaling, the mere fact of writing with a pen, and I do recommend writing rather than a nap, but if you have to use a nap, that's cool, actually takes you to the basal ganglia part of the brain, which is the part of the brain that actually looks at problem solving. So it's not like you're trying to solve the problem on paper. You know, you might just be doing what I call stream of consciousness brain dumping and writing and writing about something. But that basal ganglia part of the brain is activated. So even if you're not thinking about it, an answer might pop out. And people, I truly believe that you have all the answers for your life. I don't. I might be able to support you and point you on the right track of where to look. Or you might have missed an awareness that I can pick up by the way you're talking about yourself. But you know your answers. You really do. Hey, Kath, how are you? Good to see you, Catherine. You really do know your own answers. You have the deepest knowing that's trained out of us. When we're born, we have this deep, deep knowing, and then it's trained out of us by us looking outside of ourselves to others. And journey's a great way to come back in and into that introspective stuff. 
but it also by coming back in and finding those things for us and finding what's important to us, we also get to connect back out. But we don't always give ourselves the time to reflect. We don't give ourselves the time to slow down and really reflect. And the problem with that is we don't go into those self-awarenesses. We don't get the awareness of, ah, oh, I know what's going on here. I just need to change that. Or I know I just need to cut back some stuff this week because I'm actually tired. Whatever that is. And journaling will bring us back to that. That quiet reflective space actually allows the brain and you to self-reflect and it's a huge huge thing it's actually not really valued as much as what as how valuable the outcomes are so the physical writing is a massive thing if you can do it without an app like i said it activates certain parts of the brain that help with problem solving and it's actually a gentle process it's not a stripping away with someone coaching you or making you talk out loud something in front of someone else when you don't want to so it's a private thing that can be done in the space of your own time and house and this is not often the case when we're trying to sort things out we're often in relationship with someone else and we're often having to spill the beans but if you don't feel like you can spill the beans you can do it on paper and i have people say to me but if you spill the beans all the time on paper is that actually making those things happen more no um if you were writing every day which was what i call a brain dump which is where you just write everything that's coming up about could be how bad something is or how this is making you feel and if you wrote that every day about your divorce let's just say if i'd written every day about how bad my divorce was yes i'm rewiring that pattern into my brain about how bad it was that's not the type of writing I'm talking about where we just sit in it and suffer in it. It's a type of writing where we're reflecting. And I do five or six different ways to do this. But one of them is the brain dump where you just write, you dump it, you don't do too much analysis, but you get it out. And that seems to clear the head and unclutter the brain so that actually you can focus on something else. Because if something happened last night and it upset you, it's a neat way. Hey, Jenny, how are you? Journaling's a neat way to just get it on paper. You don't have to look at it again. So if it's something someone upset me or I upset someone else, I could just write, 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 leave it, screw it up, burn it, or leave it in that book, never look at it. You don't have to analyze every piece of writing, okay? So some people also don't want to write because they think that they have to sit there and do a big analysis. No, the types of writing I teach people, you don't have to. This morning, we did what I call another brain dump with the shoulds and should nots in my meditation and group journaling group called Calm. And that we did a slight little analysis at the end where we looked at, okay, was there a pattern in our shoulds? Was it all about family? Was it all about money? Was it all about my body? And I saw a couple of patterns for myself. So sometimes we'll do that, but a lot of the time, it's more of a self-reflection in a way that has to be kind to us. So reading back over, hey Trace, how are you? Reading back over how your ex-husband did this to you or how your son treats you like that and going over it and reflecting on it is just going to rewire that back in and more of those things are going to occur because of course our brain is creating our reality as well as our way of being. What comes first, we're not sure, but there's an energy created with both, with our thoughts and our way of being. So if we're writing about the same crappy stuff that is going to 
or talking about the same crappy stuff that is going to rewire our brain to bring more crap in. We know this, it's proven by science. And if you look at quantum physics, it's called a quantum entanglement. So we're entangling ourselves with more of it. But the journaling I do is designed to bring up some old stuff. Have a look if you really want to for a little bit. But a lot of it's just put it over there. I've got it out of my brain. I've uncluttered my brain. Now I can start again. Now I can bring in some gratitude or some joy. And then gratitude is a huge thing I do every day. Gratitude journaling. Now I was listening to some research. I do a lot of research about this stuff. That gratitude journaling actually can reduce blood pressure. Journaling on the whole has been known to improve liver and lung functioning. And in people with things like multiple sclerosis and diseases, they got them to journal every day. It changed the symptoms in their body. They had less pain. So it's such a powerful thing. And the gratitude journaling, thanks for those love hearts, the gratitude journaling also activates the prefrontal cortex of the part of the brain where you see things are valuable. Now, in my marriage, I wasn't seeing much value. Not Nothing to do with my ex either, just... I was so making choices that were against me. I didn't see the value of me and I didn't see the value of some stuff outside of me. Now, I wouldn't say I'm not a grateful person because I am, but there was less value I was seeing. So things were a problem rather than seeing the gratitude of them. So this prefrontal cortex stuff, when that valuable part of your brain is wired, even if something tricky is going on, you start to see the value in it. And guess who you start to see the value in too? The value of you and in you, your value. And to me, that's the most important thing. Because when you value you, it's not vanity. But when you have that kindness and caring for you and gratitude for you, you can have it for everybody on the planet. But when you're trying to be kind to everybody else and being grateful for them, but not for you, it's not such an easy thing to do. And you lose the energy because you don't have it for you. And it's more of a forced thing where you think, I have to go and do that job for someone. So gratitude journaling can shift so much of that stuff where you're looking outside of you for the um, what we would um, some people call the negative bias, but actually the brain doesn't, so, not so much negative, but the threatening bias. So the brain works on things that are threatening. So of course, if someone says something to you that seems to be unkind, that's a threat and it takes us into fear or whatever else, whatever that is, then we're less likely to have gratitude for them or us. But with the gratitude journaling, it doesn't matter what someone says to you. If you're grateful for you, you just go, oh, well, that's their point of view. So that's what it's done for me. People can say some nasty things about my coaching. I've had some judging about stuff I put online. And yet, to begin with, you still get a woe, but not a lot, to be honest. But um, I don't get that a lot. But because you do the gratitude stuff for you and you have gratitude for you and you do the gratitude journaling, you can just receive it. It opens up your receiving to be able to go, okay. Yep, that's about them, not me, because I know that the stuff's working well for my clients. So gratitude journaling is massive. It really makes a huge difference to my day. And your bias in your brain shifts from that threatening, which some people call negative bias, to a grateful bias. So you tend to be, hi Diana, how are you? So you tend to be with the gratitude stuff because you've journaled about it, if something tricky comes up, you'll find the silver lining very, very quickly. And I've had some tricky stuff just like anyone. But I find that silver lining really fast now because I've wired my brain, my synaptic processes, to go down that road 
that synaptic pathway rather than the threatening negative bias that our brains do. So we have these brains that are wired that way, and then we have the outside world that is wired that way. You'll notice there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of negative bias and a lot about threatening and not being safe and fear. So the journaling brings you away from that as well. It brings you away from those outside influences back to what do I know? What's right for me? So it's very self-reflective, whether it's a gratitude one or what I call a brain dump where you just dump down all the supposed problems or whether you're doing more reflective one um, where you're actually taking a little situation and reflecting more. It doesn't matter. It is very self-reflective. And it makes you more self-aware. So it opens up that intuition. It opens up that self-awareness. Now, I have people say to me, I'm too busy. Now, I know if you say you're too busy, you're in a pattern. Because busyness isn't true. And you're going to probably say, what the fuck? Sorry, didn't mean to swear. Sorry, I take that back. What? T-W-T-F. I don't normally swear on my life. Sorry, guys. W-T-F. You know, like, excuse me, Lisa, what do you mean I'm not busy? Now, I know our lives are very productive. That's the word I use. I know we take on board a lot of stuff and sometimes too much. But with the journaling, what will happen if you find and wedge that 10 minutes in like I did? Now, I was doing four jobs when I first really started doing this every day two years ago. I had four jobs and two kids, single mum. If I can do it, anyone can do it. So I wedged it in, whether it was in between something or early morning or night. You wedge it in, you end up with more time because time and busyness are an old pattern in the brain. And any time of journaling will actually help to shift your synaptic pathway so you don't wire that same, I'm tired, I'm busy, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed. But you start wiring a new synaptic pathway, which is, wow, look, at, I've got plenty of time for this. Or, wow, I fit so much in in my day. Or, wow... I can choose whatever I want to do today because it's my day and I get to choose. So that's what's happened for me. I mean, there's other tools I've used with that too, but to me, journaling is one of the fastest and the quickest and easiest, and it's so gentle. But if we're saying we're busy, there is something else going on, always underneath busy. We're often choosing for someone else. We're doing things we don't really want to do. We're not choosing for what physically is right for us, so we're tired and exhausted and pushing. Or we're choosing because there's a value put on being busy. We're told to be busy. You know, it's like, I'm busy. Oh, I can't catch up now because I'm busy. There's a value put on it. It's become valuable to be busy. Well, I've actually valued now slowing down and doing nothing, which some people would consider lazy. Oh, I considered lazy 10 years ago. You know, my house, if anyone was sitting around, I might have thought that was a little bit lazy. But now I see that we need that downtime. We need that reflective time. We need that being time. And the journaling really helps us to come back to that reflective being time. So if you're busy, I want you to take on board that it's actually part of an old synaptic pathway. And it could be a wiring from your mum or dad because in the first eight to ten years of our lives, we wire in our brain from all the patterns around us and the people, including parents, siblings, elders in a church, uh, whoever and whatever, and society, and it is considered a valuable thing to be busy and active. And I am active, but I don't say busy anymore because it's a really low thing that keeps rewiring that in my brain. And if I'm busy, I don't give time to me. 
So take that on board. You might disagree completely, but give it a go. So I just want to talk about some of the other benefits. Now, they've done some research where they got two people, two groups of people who were going through a divorce. Some wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. They got two different types of writing about how bad it was and how wrong it was. And they wrote those same things every day. Then they just got the other ones to jot about their day, what happened in their day. So they didn't focus on the what was wrong in their life. They just focused on their daily. Well, today I did this. And the second group that did this fared better and were happier after the journaling and research. So that's interesting. If you're talking and writing every day about the crowdy stuff, you are not going to be as happy. And this is proven through research. Another one they've done is with multiple sclerosis people and they did the, the journaling research with them and they ended up happier and able to be with the pain and, and with the physical things that were going on in their body and the symptoms decreased. So that's pretty incredible, isn't it? Now with the gratitude research, they've found out with the gratitude journaling that it improves your sleep. You have a better like 10% Hey Donna, long time no see, how are you? You have a 10% increase in restorative sleep with gratitude journaling. This is so powerful. You have better interpersonal skills and better interpersonal relationships because you have a relationship with you and you're showing gratitude on paper for those outside of you. Your relationships with people increase. I've found this myself with people in my life that I've found tricky to be around. I found it easier to be with them whether I'm working with them or whomever. It increases the psychological part of you. So you are more able to be at ease. I'm just going to check my notes. There are a couple of other things I wrote down about that. Alert, alive, more awake, more active in that way. So you've got this brain and body and being that's awake and alert. So that's the gratitude journaling. And it releases hostility and anger. We know that. And brings about more joy. So gratitude journaling is massive. And there's different ways to do it. And in my group, we do it, um, in our group, we do a live. Uh, once, a, I think it's twice a week on the gratitude. But it actually comes in with every meditation we do anyway. I always bring gratitude in. So I have a group that's $10 a month where we do this. Three lives of meditation and three lives of journaling every morning. Then we do two pre-recorded, which are evening ones so people can sleep to them. And they're really, really, really showing massive benefits from it. The other thing with the physical stuff is the sleep, but it reduces blood pressure problems. It improves lung and, and liver function. So these have been proven. And imagine reducing your blood pressure just by writing. How easy is that? And it can only be, you know, five to ten minutes a day, whatever you can fit on. Some days, mine's an hour because I've sat down and I've gone on to do my business writing or something. And sometimes it's ten minutes because I'm squeezing it in between driving somewhere. It really doesn't matter. But the fact you use a pen on paper is different to talking. The pen on paper will activate the basal ganglia part of the brain, which is the problem-solving part of the brain. And that then brings different things in. You'll solve a problem without even realizing it. And I don't believe our jobs are to solve problems. I really believe our, our role in life is to create beyond what we think our problems are. So by just writing it out, you're not solving it, really. You're just allowing your own natural self-awareness and intuition to come in and to choose the next step. 
or not care anymore about that thing and not think it's a problem. So when you stop thinking life is a problem or you are a problem or that thing is a problem, there's nothing to solve or fix. So that's where all my coaching comes from is that there is taking you to a different consciousness and thinking where there is actually nothing to fix. And journaling's a really simple, beautiful, easy way to do this. It really is. It's amazing. Yeah, people who um, journal with gratitude exercise more. They're just physically fitter. They exercise more. And I'm just going to have a look at a couple of my other notes here. It increases optimism and decreases depression and anxiety. We know that already. Oh, our memory. It improves our overall memory, our long-term memory, which is phenomenal. And it also gives us that reflective memory. And it takes us to higher cognition, like I said. We're in that higher cognitive brain, being able to access a higher intuition as well. So it really is just an amazing thing to be doing. And, you know, you become less emotional because you get to write something down in a way that takes the, a reactiveness out of it. So if you're upset about something... Just that moment of stopping getting the pen, writing it down, it stops you being less reactive, reacting and resisting and aligning and agreeing with things outside of you that really are just drama and story, really, at the end of the day. And when we come back to us and our knowing, we wouldn't really choose it to be involved in it. But because we've sort of acted out of those old brain patterns, we'll get involved and entangled in something. But when you write it down, you'll untangle yourself from it, literally. And then, of course, we're an energetic being, 99% energy. So not only does the simple act of journaling do it physically and in the brain, wiring, but it also does it energetically. So you feel your energy lift. You feel lighter, like something's been lifted off you. So it's an amazing thing to be doing. It's pretty exciting because I've got a course coming out next week called Journal to Joy. And I'm going to be going through different ways to journal and some of the research as well and activities and prompts and PDFs that will support somebody who's never really done it or has started and isn't quite sure what to do next to really see a bit, a little bit of a pathway and some prompts and ideas to get them going and some ways to plan their day so they can fit it in. So that's starting next week, Journal to Joy. Um, I'm not quite sure. I think it's going to be around $40. It's not very much. It's going to go for about four weeks at this stage, and it's going to just be done by email, just really simply done in your inbox with some videos and PDFs and things to download. So if you're interested, PM me, but I will be putting up another post about it. But yeah, and I have my $10 um, a month, which is phenomenal value for five meditations a week and five journaling or four journaling sessions and five meditations, which... They are just getting amazing um, re, uh, responses to their lives and, and, and things happening because they're getting out of their old synaptic patterns. They're getting out of using the brain to create their lives and they're creating their lives from their deepest knowing, their deep knowing, their intuition, who we truly are and who we're truly born to be. And they're finding that self-awareness of them and that self uh, ability to come into the self and rather than look outside of yourself for what's right for you. So after two weeks, I am just getting these amazing responses from people in the group and what's showing up for them. So 
Yeah, it's really cool. It's really fun to do and it's easy to do because you just jump on the journaling thing for five or ten minutes and do it live or do it when it's ready for you um, later on. So yeah, if you're interested, that's Calm My Farm. C-A-L-M-M-Y-F-A-R-M dot com. Because when we're conscious and aware and living in the moment, because this is our true nature, we can have anything we desire. So when we're consciously aware, which is what the journaling helps us do, and live in the moment, we come into that space of being in presence. And the journaling does that. My types of meditation are a little bit different too, and they do that. But all the tools I use and with people do that. The questions as well are really good at bringing you back out of your brain and out to a greater knowing. So yeah, reach out if you require anything, but get journaling, peeps. Get a piece of paper. It doesn't matter. Five to ten minutes a day. Don't tell me you haven't got time. Remember, that's an old pattern. You'll wedge it in, and what I find now is I always have the time. There's some days when I'm traveling or it's left my mind. Not that I haven't got the time, but I don't know. I didn't start the morning in the same routine couple of days I might have done that in the last year but generally that's my morning routine or some people it's their evening or some people it's their lunchtime it doesn't matter you could squeeze it into lunch if you really want and pm me if you've got any questions about where to start and how to start hey thanks for being on here because I'm doing it at a different time there's different people on lovely to have you on I'd love to hear back from you any anything you've um Anything this might have tweaked for you, any awarenesses you're having by listening to this, yeah, pop them in the thread and yeah, reach out if you need anything. Networknurture.info is my website and I do have a 15-minute free consultation. So we'll speak soon. Thanks for being on here, girls. Lovely to have you. Bye.